Hello and welcome to this podcast Flourish with Deepthi and me Selva. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, and whatever you do, this is the show that helps you not just restart confidently, but also thrive and flourish in your second careers. If you are thinking of restarting your career but don't know where to begin, you have come to the right place. In this season, we'll deep dive into the world of returnees by bringing you expert interviews, research findings and HR perspectives. Being returnees ourselves, we will be sharing our experiences of restarting, both failure and success stories. That's right. If you are wondering how to build that awesome resume for is that dream job interview and even get insider tips from HR on getting hired or not how learn how to not feel guilty, we've gone all covered in this podcast. So, are you ready? Because it's time for you to flourish. Tune in to Flourish, a one-of-a-kind podcast meant just for you returning to work. I'm Deepthi Rao, a techie by profession, a mentor by passion and a certified happiness coach. And I am Selva Kani Selvaraj, leadership coach, certified psychologist and an erstwhile corporate HR expert. And we both are corporate professionals with over 40 years of collective experience. what it takes to build pause and rebuild a successful career all the while playing multiple roles in our lives as parents caregivers and family nurturers we were in conversation with jasinta jaychandran founder of of hopeworks foundation carrying on from where we left last time we spoke at length about how guilt dominates us as women we go through it in different stages of life there are different aspects of life which makes us feel guilty and a lot of insightful thoughts around it so thank you so much jasinta for pouring in your comments and we received a lot of appreciations it was heartwarming to read those appreciations um and these thoughts so well resonated uh with us that we will be talking more about it in this episode yes and you know we, it's really heartwarming to see how this really connected with a large mass of people listening in it because of the power of not just words but also actions of jasinta jasindran here so in this episode we're super thrilled to have her again where we directly delve into the world of returnees and how guilt is a big barrier in moving forward and what we can do to overcome this not just returnees i feel that the way uh, jasinta will bring this up is applicable to all women but more specifically we can also go in detail about what returnees can do in specific to be guilt free and flourish in their second careers so welcome back to the show jessy we are all ears to listen to you share about how we can hop skip and jump the vicious circle of guilt oh thank you selva and deepthi okay the first one was a pleasure and i'm sure it's going to be now too so thank you so much for having me here um so a lot of thought processes a lot of exchange of ideas have happened uh when we were developing this uh, episode itself and our own personal experiences that we shared of you know when we felt guilty how we felt so guilty about and also you know many times that we have uh, we have heard stories that women stop working put a break to their career because of this guilt that i am not doing enough i'm not able to give enough time to my family 
you know, that time poverty, what we spoke about, uh, right? So is there anything specific that, you know, women who want to return back to the work can think about and make them feel more empowered to return and not feel guilty and bogged down by that factor itself? Can you add some color around it? So uh, let's look at it. There are, um, I call it the many M's in a woman's life, right? Marriage, motherhood, uh, you know, menopause, you you name it, you know, it's all there at the time, not to mention the month periods, right? So you have you have a whole bunch of all of these things. And uh, uh, while these are all facts of life, they're also life altering from, from a woman's standpoint, right? When it comes down to say marriage, you, you are relocating very often, right? Uh, if not to another city and town, very often, you know, into another home, you're trying to figure out, set up yourself, all of those things. So the first thing uh, that I would say is, uh, you know, even before the event happens, right, prepare how you're going to deal with the event after it happens. You know, you can't, you can't wait to figure out how this is going to happen. So you want to have a conversation with your would-be spouse on, you know, how how important having a career is to you, how both of you need to partner in establishing a family. Well, have these conversations before. Don't do it later. So for me, if you're going to become a parent, let's figure out how we're going to do this together, right? In terms of how we're spacing, what are we going to be doing? Of course, not everything can be planned. But I think the idea that I do have an opinion, I do have a feeling, and I do have certain requirements needs to be placed on the table, right? Otherwise, very often, I think we just leave people to not know what we want and then expect them to just sort of magically figure this out, right? And I don't think that kind of magically figuring out really happens, right? The third one is um, as you hit perimenopause and menopause, I can tell you the hormonal changes are dramatic. Look at yourself and see how much can you do? What are you doing? You know, what are the hormonal shifts doing to you? You'll have to think through really long term. This is not short term. Okay. The second thing is, what is your opinion? I call it the career intentionality of a woman, right? How are you looking at this? Are you looking at this as, you know, a, a job, you know, something I need to do to keep myself sort of occupied in fact you call it work because i have extra time i'll go for some work right uh the second one is job at least i'll get some salary right career okay i'm going to build something long term with this yeah vocation is i'm going to be employed all the time i'm going to be doing something passionately whether i earn in terms of money or in terms of kudos or whatever it is right i'm going to build uh, and really concentrate on, uh, you know, having a vocation for myself. Now, this is long-term, friends. This is not short-term, right? So if you have career intentionality, you will start asking yourself, why am I doing what I am doing, right? I became an engineer, so I became something, and then I became something else. But now I don't know why I became all these things, so I want to just stay at home, right? Is not an answer. You have to figure out what it is. How do you prepare to make successful comebacks? If You know, that's the crux of the question right if you haven't planned and you haven't put something around how do we work this and i'm targeting now the answer to probably young mothers who are coming back after a break of say one child two children whatever right now the first thing you do is uh, unpack you know which is really uh, look at why you quit you know what all have you sort of accumulated during your break right like 
you know, I, I, I speak this example when we're talking about uh, one of the largest financial services company and I was doing their restart program. One of the women said, I told her, write your resume and, you know, uh, create a poster with what your dreams, aspirations are, etc. And she says, Jacinta, now I don't know how to write anymore. I can only draw. Okay, because with my two children, all I've been doing is projects. I don't know if I can write, you know, and this was actual practical write, write, you know, because we wanted them yes. to see how it looks like. It was so interesting that you've almost forgotten a skill that you learned when you were very young in life, right? It's just, so the first thing I would say is look at what skills you need, right? And get on top of it, right? The second one is um, really decide what kind of re-entry would work for you, right? From a timing standpoint, distance standpoint, you know, all of that. Third, ensure you are socializing the idea in your family, right? You, you are, you know, whether it's leaving your child and going to work, coming back late, whatever could be those compromises that you have to work around, uh, well, figure it out because you have to do negotiation both at the workplace and at home. It can't be one way. You know, you, you have to figure this out and uh, tell your child from tomorrow, I'm going to be going to work. Right. And I'm going to be coming at a certain time. And let me tell you, any transition for anybody is difficult, including children, but they will understand. I can guarantee you that, you know, they do understand. Children are very resilient. OK, you, you have to be transparent, open and explain it to them. Like, you know, I have to really explain to you. The next one is. Uh, build what I call as the next set of M's as a support system, right? Um, whether you want to lead it on your mother, whether you want to lead it on your mother-in-law, whether you want to have somebody who is a trained home support, uh, whether you want, to, but what I would recommend beyond all of this is definitely have a mentor and definitely, definitely find a counselor. And I know everybody stops at a mentor. Um, I say include a counselor because people think we have to go to a counselor only when everything breaks down and I don't know how to handle Believe me, uh, I don't think so at all. You go to a counselor to even clarify the many confusions that are there in your mind, right? Which obviously causes emotional stress. Have somebody who can counsel you. You know, Selva, being a certified psychologist will appreciate. Be proactive in taking care of your mental health. You know, it can't be left to the time where it's breaking apart and then you seek help, right? You can, you can do some things before. I think some of the other things are really just fun stuff, you know, have noise cancellation devices. Uh, don't listen to everybody. You know, I, I use my uh, headphones very effectively when I, <laughs> you know. Noise cancellation, lovely. Yeah. I, Where I, can I buy that, Jessica? I badly need one. <laughs> That's patented. It's just yeah. this patented item. I know? think no you really need to do that. Um, have a zero tolerance policy for toxicity. Yeah, because when you get back to work, both at work and at home, there can be guilt-inducing conversations, right? Oh, how old is your child? Six months if you say, oh, so soon you came back to work. One year you say, so soon you came back to work. Two years you say, so soon you came back. You, there's no end to the so soon you came back to work question, okay? And therefore, I think it's important to have zero tolerance. I have zero tolerance to toxicity. That it's a it's a absolute essence. This is like we sign a whole lot of policy statements, um, you know, when we uh, join organizations, right? Prevention of this at workplace, that at workplace. At homes, you should have prevention of toxicity at home. Nobody is permitted to be toxic to another person. And if somebody does, I think it needs to be called out. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah, yeah. Very important. I love that policy document. I think we should do something about <laughs> <laughs> in writing and in spirit. You know. Yeah, it's in spirit because it needs to in be spirit. called out. I think it's it's very yeah. important for it to be called out and said, "Hey, buddy, you know this doesn't work here. You know for whatever reasons." And I think uh, the last part that I would always say is. For long, Selva and Deepthi, we've said work-life balance, work-life balance. And I have always challenged it. And I come back to the tech architect. You know, she actually thought she had work-life balance, right? What she realized was in trying to balance work and life, she had no space for herself in her life. So I'm saying, first and foremost, bring you to the center of your existence. Okay? Look at your own, you know, well-being, right financial social emotional physical spiritual occupational intellectual because we are all of that how did we reduce ourselves to this you know just one dimensional perfect homemaker but who also has a career you know kind of a model and we went into this reduce her to the you know the least and then but expect her to perform the max you know i, I didn't understand this uh, philosophy at all in life yeah. I think it's so important for the woman to have all of this as a perspective. So I do conduct, uh, you know, workshops on, uh, you know, women of well-being, you know, not women of worth, women who work. I'm saying women who actually honor their own well-being because I think that's the crux. When you do that, work and life and everything else automatically falls into, into place. Yeah. So anybody who's restarting, skilling to me is... I think very important, but even before that, understand career, which industry, what are you trying to do, right? Be very conscious about it in terms of what you are trying to do, right? And go without a sense of gap, okay? Because believe me, you've learned tremendous leadership skills and life skills in that break, right? You, you've just not been sitting at home. You know, you've, you've been trying to manage multiple things. You're trying to so add value, put all of that down. You know, this is important. And then go back and say, what are the skills that I want? And of course, today in, uh, I think, many, many places, many industries everywhere, there are a plethora of training programs. And sometimes I wonder, isn't it an overkill? You know, isn't it an overkill to do so many? I'd yeah. love to see all of that. Instead, pick one or two which are really important for uh, getting that break. Right. Maybe we, they can pick up this podcast and see. <laughs> I think so. I, I would really suggest pick up one or two or three. Don't overwhelm this with this, you know, um, sort of like a buffet, you know, a huge menu of training programs. And, you yeah. know, I really think that's very exhausting. It's very, very exhausting. Corporates yeah. have not really introduced an internship for returning women. I think it's a great concept, you know. Mm. Get them for four hours in a in a day, right? Because they may not be able to jump in into the eight hours, nine hours um, at the very beginning itself because they're still testing waters. They're trying to get their home in order. So I think it's a great place to start because you will also figure out what's working, what's what's not working, right? Mm -hmm. Create like a returnship internship, right? And I think it's a great place to start. You you start figuring out. Therefore. Look for opportunities, skill yourself, don't kill yourself. You know, I, I I find it very hard to look at the number of training programs that everybody proposes for a woman who's taken a career break. You know, I mean, why are you treating her like she's lost 
all her sense of you know professional capability i find it so hard honestly mm. i find it yeah. why are we dumbing her down why you think a woman who wrote a resume and got a job and worked for say 5 years is now incapable of writing a resume how did you decide that like she really doesn't know how to write a resume because for 5 years she was taking care of a child how did we get to this place because we want to think and say now she may not be able to even think of a resume yaar i'm like nobody she's very capable of writing a resume right very but that's capable. that's the point no jessi she is very capable but now after the break she has told herself oh my god now i have to figure out where my laptop is yeah. where do i go for that word document yeah. apparently ai is coming now yeah. now how do i forget about ai how do i i figure out all of this right i hear you so in I that sense you. i feel that's the end of that we started uh, with this podcast you may know it all i'm sure you know it and these are all women professionals right but how do you now refresh and get a restart mentally i think can yeah i'm not questioning whether we should do this i'm only asking can we start somewhere else as an entry point you know got it give her an idea of the industry where is it heading you know and frankly whether you're a restarter or not a restarter everybody is mystified with what ai looks like yeah it's not yeah. just right what does chat gpt mean i don't know if every every person knows even if they are having a full time career right now yeah we start with industry orientation like i said maybe an internship program look what can be done to truly get her on top of it right i'm not saying writing a resume is a bad idea no that's not what i'm trying no, that's to true. reminding that's them right basically more on reminding that she was the self you were this worthy is to really tell her you're very capable yeah stop the gap focus and start making her look at yeah you took a break that's fine right you may not be able to pick up from where you left off because the industry may have moved ahead right it's possible yeah fix that industry gap whatever that has happened in in the way that it's possible the rest i believe she is completely capable now if she has a doubt on what do i put in my resume which do i put on top which do I, believe me everybody needs that help yeah i know that even today i look at resumes i know the objective is not the person's objective <laughs> i want to contribute to the success of this organization with all my might and skill i can ratify this and tell you 90% of the resumes have very similar sounding objectives but jesse uh, just a fun fact have you seen the recent resumes there is no objective like in life no objective yeah. just straight away very get nice. it very <laughs> nice i'm saying very nice i was very inspired by one profile that i had a look when we were doing a board level hiring yeah as the only person who said i can contribute to your company in these three ways hmm what i have done in my previous whatever 10 20 years experience is 1 2 3 4 it was a powerpoint slide half of it occupied the person's photo okay and said this is what i want to do you know take a company which is mid sized and make it truly global uh, take revenues and make it say 5x 10x whatever in the next 3 years and be in the leadership pipeline for the ceo role in the next 5 years that's oh. it Okay. Sure. I so sharp. 
you know, I, so sharp in terms of, you know, that person has never been a CEO before. Right? Has never been one. But what the person's telling you is, I am capable of becoming one, right? Because I have done X, Y, and Z, right? And I have aspirations that make me believe that I can achieve those things. Now, that to me is a very sharp statement on who you really are. So, you know, it's, it's not about why are we doing this versus why we are not doing something else. I'm saying make her look like she's not really had a gap, 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 which is such a big gap now that she's got to be literally looking at those minute steps to sort of get herself up, right? I think she's she's been a professional of great merit before she took the break. And the break is really very often a personal milestone, right? You became a mother, you took a break, you, you know, whatever. Uh, I think the whole restart program itself it does so much uh, feeding of guilt. You know, oh, you're a restarter. Oh, we are putting a carpet for you. Oh, we are doing this for you. Oh, we are doing that for you. And she's like, oh, my God, I've got to live up to this, you know, massive restarter guilt now I'm coming with, right? That's one more um, into the whole thing. I would much rather, like I told you, be very pragmatic. Have you set your home for you to be away? That's the first step. Have you socialized the idea with all the most important people in your home, right? Whether it's the child, spouse, uh, in-laws, your own parents, whoever um, it is. Have you mentally told yourself, yeah, there are days I'm going to be coming late. I'm going to be having late night calls because these are all facts of life in the current world, right? The rest is skilling. Be very sharp. What skill? Have I missed learning? Right? If I had been at the workplace, what skill would I have gained that I have missed by not being there? Pick up those two or three. Does it create an entry point into the job of your choice, into the role of your choice? Go for it. Don't kill yourself. Yeah, that's important. Skill yourself, but don't kill yourself. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know these, these punch dialogues no Jesse it stays in the mind longer than <laughs> yes <laughs>